0: Hello and welcome to Lunch with Lee, I'm your host Shane Leach. Today on the show, Toby Rudolph, an Australian professional rugby league player playing to date 71 first grade games for the Cronulla Sharks, regarded as one of the great funny men with an open, inclusive nature. Welcome Toby.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Shane. I appreciate coming on here.
0: Mate, good on you, mate. Uh, And Liam Knight, an Australian professional rugby league player as well, to date also playing seventy-one. first grade
1: games
0: (laughs) Uh, with mainly the Canberra Raiders and now the South Sydney Rabbitohs currently on the comeback from injury as is Toby Um, and he's been very open also with his personal battles in the past welcome Liam
2: thanks mate, thanks for having me
0: before we start i introduce a third um, guest the two skivvies boys. Anything to do with what's what's doing? Anyway, thanks for having us on, mate. Yeah, I We really appreciate the time. We really,
2: um, we are very grateful just, for the opportunity to come and, and chat with you. Here.
1: Yeah, yeah it's so, good to be so here. Anyway, we're not going
0: to answer out of that one. Um, and our third guest, Andrew Morallo, an entrepreneur, investor, author, and winner of the first ever Australian Apprentice. He's a head of business development at the Entourage, and absolutely knows fuck all about rugby league. Welcome, Andrew.
3: <laughs> that is correct. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for having me. Mate, where's your, your skivvy? <laughs> oh, no, well, I haven't been honore- put into the honorary skivvy club just yet, so but we can't talk about it. Shh. Sh- <laughs> sure. Who's the skivvy guy? They're actually um, capped
2: out. They're a size cap. Sorry. You right, so so
0: three guys are,
3: are all mates. How did that come about, Andrew? It's 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 a bit, well, funnily enough, everyone calls me either Morello or Andrew. Yep, yep. But I've been renamed by the Rudolph family as Andy. So I was actually through Toby's brother originally. He prefers Andy. If anyone and wants to call me, no, I think correct. it's
2: only Andy from now no, on.
3: I'm actually not allowed to respond. To Morello or Andrew when uh, when these guys are around, so they've renamed it, which is good because I've got some an, an, anim, anonymity if I get myself into trouble when I'm with them. But they say it was Andy, and they're like, "Who's Andy? It's not me." So, Very nice. so yes, we've uh, we've we've become mates and we've gone on a few adventures, but uh, it's been been good having the boys as friends.
0: And um, and uh, Toby, you're injured at the moment, uh, a week away, hopefully, from being back with the with the toe, is it?
1: Yeah, so it's a week away from getting the cast off, and then um, I'm in the moon for two yeah. weeks, and the rehab yeah. process will start from there. So looking at it, about 10 to 12 weeks um, until I'm back, maybe around like
2: 16.
0: And hopefully. Liam, you've, you've had nine months off, mate. You must be chomping at the bit.
2: Yeah, back. I think it's almost exactly nine months, and I'm yeah. about one week away from playing footy again. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> a about a week, yeah, next week I'll be back.
3: And, and, and looking, the biggest is ever looked. Mm. I think you're growing as we're doing this. My head must be getting bigger.
0: <laughs> well, the plan is next getting... to you shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you two actually, um, one one played for the sharks, now one for the rabbitohs. But you you lived together for what a year or so. Yeah, about the worst year and a half of my life. But, really, um,
2: it was challenging to say the least. But we had some good times, many many good times, some challenging times, and um, and anything in between.
0: But, well, um, what was he like as a flatmate, Tad's? No, nah, he was alright. He was
1: fine until he brought his girlfriend over. This that, uh, <laughs> that was sort of what ruined the whole relationship. There, but nah, up until then, he was great. He was clean. Uh, he stole a lot of my food, and I returned the favour. So that was. Uh, Very nice, man. Thing I've gone I was his
2: personal. Um, well, not me. I started clean up after and Then my girlfriend was an outstanding cleaner. So Toby, Toby <laughs> then Toby learned like a good little kid. He could just leave bowls around, and like she hated it so much, she'd clean. She'd be angry <laughs> about it to me, but would clean his shit. So I lost. Yeah. So he had a cleaner, and I got to cut the, the brunt of it. So, like, he won in the end, so he, he does carry on about it. But, but, but um, uh,
3: ironically, he, you keep a very clean home. Yeah, Now he so does. I guess he, he, now he does. learned from me then. I think it was, like, like
2: a <laughs> acting out type phase. Like, he wasn't happy about the situation, <laughs> yeah. so as, like, a internal <laughs> yeah. act out, he's going to leave yeah. stuff around and just throw curveballs.
3: Because, like, Olaf often just leave shit all around Toby's house, and, like, he starts cleaning up after me, which is quite <laughs> impressive. <or> annoying, <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm a, you know, I'm a good boy. Uh, now, you now it's his own space. He would clean up after himself. Can
0: I, can I ask a question? When you, when you were living together, did you actually end up playing – Against each
1: other mm, Yeah I He's, debuted against his him His debut right. game Was against us Who won that, that game? game? Liam won that game oh, okay, so <laughs> uh, I just forgot It was a long time ago Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, I versed him again In Magic Round The following year Who won that one? You okay. How
2: long <laughs> did you play? <laughs> uh, how long did you play? Like 10? 15? I'll about 30 plus But we won I played about yeah. 60 anyway. Yeah Nice no, start of that game I played a lot Oh did you? Yeah I played 40 pass. Then no, I didn't ask Yeah it's 2-0 two,
0: no. two I don't know Do
3: you guys want to fight it out? Long story short He's never beaten me I don't know
0: Hey, Andrew, um, let's talk about The Apprentice, mate, going back to those days. did a little bit of research and it said that you weren't that keen to go on that show. Didn't have time to do that. Correct. But a good good Italian boy. You saved your money early doors. And you went on to a show and obviously it, it changed your life.
3: It did. It did. So it was it was a great experience. Uh, if, if I don't make a mention, it was actually put onto a by a guy named Spiro He's a real estate guy down in Melbourne, and he hit me up and he's like, "Oh, I've nominated you to do this show." And I said, "Mate, I know what it is. I've seen the Donald Trump one. I don't have time for this rubbish." And uh, ended up out of ten thousand people making the top one hundred in Victoria, top one hundred in Australia. Then on the top 12 on the show, and then, yeah, 12 weeks later, won the uh, 250 grand.
0: Call me off-fashion, but I wouldn't buy a house from fucking Spiros Vascolatus. I'll make sure to that. I'll make sure listen to that. There your there. Rolex as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Liam, you, you grew up in the Northern Territory. What age did you move to New South Wales? You are pretty young, were you?
2: Yeah, I like only lived in Alice Springs for a few months, then okay. moved to Sydney, and that's when I started my little journey of... Moving around, hopping around and, like a gypsy. And, and then, and was,
0: was, was rugby league in the family? What, what, what brought you to rugby league?
2: Not a single person in my family's right. played rugby league. I um, started playing. I started rugby union when I was about eight. I was a pretty angry kid, a lot of energy. So okay. I was living with my auntie at the time, and she thought, like, you know, just chuck me into something that I can get a bit of an outlet. And so I started rugby, then a rugby league. When I moved back to Alice, funnily enough, at about ten. And that's when I started playing rugby league.
0: Right, And it and Toby, what about you? Was rugby league in your family? Was it always, you always destined to play the game?
1: No, not really either. Uh, my brother was playing rugby union at the time. Okay. And uh, mum put me into that code thinking it was rugby league. She didn't know the difference between the two. <laughs> um, so I ended up on my path there. Then when I was about maybe 13, um, I dropped union completely and started, i oh, sorry, dropped league completely, started focusing on union. and was a union player for for most of my life growing up. And then right. um, when I was 19, I made the change back to league. Uh, yeah. And, and
0: Andrew, you always destined to play rugby
3: league. <laughs> 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 I, think, I think you know, know the story that I, I was at um, Toby's house watching the State of Origin with uh, um, Toby Rudolph, William yeah. Knight, Tom, Sam and Tom Burgess. No, Tom George and George. And Tom and George, sorry. There we go. Just yeah. to add to it. And yeah. like, it was funny. I saw... Who did I see out the other night? I saw... Um, I saw Sam out... And I thought he was Tom. And then he's like, no, no, it's Sam. And I'm like, oh, okay. I said, I'll get you guys confused. He goes, it happens. It's okay. And I texted him the next day to say sorry. But it was actually, it was I was probably quite annoying watching the state of origin with these guys. Because everything was like, so what's happening now? So what's happening now? So what's happening now? No, it was fine, it was fine. It was <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> play by play commentary by some of the best in the game, which was good. So, um, but I grew up with AFL, so I'm an Essendon supporter. So
0: we're well, we going uh, go a good the year Don's. This year.
3: Correct. We're on we're on the right track for once.
0: As they say in Scotland, done all your kilt just yet. Correct. We're Essendon players. We might just take a quick break now. We're at the Village Inn, um, the corner of Oxford Street and, and Glenmore Road in Paddington. Um, if you're after a, a a good pub feed, this is the place to come. Stitzels, I've had a couple of times, very good. But I'm going to have the, the uh, steak sandwich here. It's unbelievable. So I'm going to have that. I'm going to have a glass of wine and an O'Brien beer to wash it down. If you're ready
3: for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com.
0: Hey, um, I was going to ask you, um, Liam, um, you you haven't had nine months off. You haven't had a drink. Um, you had some issues. You got done DUI, and it happens, and you made a decision. You go one or two ways, I think, when it happens. Yeah. You can decide to focus and get get it right, and you've done that. You were saying just before the podcast how good you feel, so well done. Yeah,
2: thanks, mate. It's almost been six months, I think, yeah. for me. Um, like, the first start, of, I didn't start off too well. I um, got injured, and I just dove into a pit of, um, you know, the party scene or whatever yep. else. So that was three or four months of just spiraling really far down. But yeah, once I made the decision that I held a a bit of a hole, I, um, yeah, I talked to my coach, got into rehab, and uh, yeah, I haven't had a drink since. It's been amazing.
0: And, and what do you think has been the... Because I know, I was saying to my brother, Brett, when he's a fast bowler, he had a lot of injuries, particularly when he started as a fast bowler. Um, he decided to take one month off not drinking. That turned to three months, turned into nine months. Um, turned into a couple of years, and he had the, you know, the career that he had. But he said it was more about not only the clarity in his head, but it was the, the way you could train the next day as well. Um- you said after you struggle to train after you've had a had a bender, we all be guilty of that. It's yeah, been definitely most, been guilty rolling is, in is Monday. That how, you, how
2: you're feeling at the moment? Yeah, mate, it's amazing how much better I feel every day. So I've got some big sessions in the last couple of months in particular with my knee and everything else getting back into it, uh, and I just the next day and the next day I roll up better. Monday morning I'm fresh because I've had a good weekend. I'm yeah, walking, I'm moving, I continuously move. I don't want to sit around and get stiff and like I said roll up after a big weekend and, and feel like shit. So no, mate, it's well, been massive for me doing
0: big things, mate. When you want you back on the paddock, I want to ask you, Toby, about I'm really. The Sharks are sitting currently eleventh. Um of the way they performed last year I thought team might have been slightly higher than that. But Craig Fitzgibbon, to me, is it true that he smashes himself with Jiu-Jitsu on the day of a match so we can actually yell at your players or have the right to yell at you? Yeah. Is that true?
1: That's true, yeah. Right. Um, so he always sort of talks about us and like, you know, how we wish he could be out there and how mm. how it kills him not being out there sort of with us going through those wars. So um yeah, like you said, the day of the game he'll have like a one uh, hour and a half wrestle session amazing he'll have five minute rounds with like a 30 second changeover so he comes in his neck's all buggered up his shoulders are cooked and that way he feels he feels like he has the right to talk to us and, and tell us what to do on the field and go to war and that sort of stuff so a bit of a nutcase my coach <laughs> um yeah safe to say but and like you said as well sitting 11th at the moment but um yeah, look. Obviously, I think last year we just we found a good sort of uh, yeah. good rhythm, a good way to win games, and we just sort of thought it would pick up from from last year, but we haven't really put the work, the effort, the time in, um, you know, in certain areas. So I think it's starting to okay. show on the field. But big things in, t- in 2023 we will come back and beat South in the grand final. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: well, I was going to ask you both who are you tipping top four. Obviously, you, you got to pick South and South to be top four. Yeah, yeah, top four. Yeah, who else is going to be there? Broncos, not the Sharks. <laughs>
2: probably be lucky to make the eight. Um, I think <laughs> top four: Roosters, South. It's <laughs> <He's> getting cheeky.
3: Only market. They're all now.
2: They're good. I think us. Um, I think Penrith obviously probably about there the other four and Roosters and maybe um, Broncos. I'd say. And
0: just around that, I was going to ask you, Andrew, about um, with the apprentice. Yeah. You, um, how old were you when you went on that? Twenty three, so 23. I, and I sort
3: of won at twenty. I moved to Sydney at twenty four and came and worked with Burris. So yeah. yeah,
0: but so did, did you realize what the opportunity you were given at that stage? It, it seems like you did, and like I, I see a lot of sports people, myself included, mm. where you can actually realize what the opportunity is sitting right in front of you. Some some yep. miss that. Mike Whitney used to say, "You get three big opportunities in life. One you don't even notice. The second one you have got to grab it with both hands. The third one if you don't grab it, the creek can pass you by." But you seem to great, to identify the first one pretty quickly.
3: So what 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 happened is I, I do a lot of still um, corporate speaking and 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 I do a lot of youth work and stuff. And and Burris is quite good like that. He he does quite a bit of speaking still and also volunteers some of his time to you know, obviously with PCYC with the youth and that. And often if we're speaking together, they'll sometimes do a bit of like a master and the apprentice sort of thing. And over the years, people have asked him. They've gone, oh, you know, Mr. Burris, you know, do you think Morello would have gotten where he's gotten in life if it wasn't for women the apprentice and burris actually puts it eloquently he says that morello would have achieved what he what he's achieved but it would have just taken longer yeah so i'm very grateful obviously to, to mark for the opportunity but i think there's there's a lesson in life there right like you, you've got to make a decision like you look at you know liam's a prime example of it right now like he's coming back after nine months and you can see how serious he's taken his he's, he's comeback and you know he's the fittest he's ever been he spent the weekend doing altitude training in, in new zealand he texts me oh I go to him, where I. He goes. I just touched down in New Zealand. I said, "Oh yeah, who are you with? What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm on my own, and I'm just training." Of he's gone to commit mm. to that, right? So it's like, I think mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then obviously in their case more often than me, physically, they uh, they they commit to it and go, "Okay, I've got to make the most of this opportunity and give it 110 percent."
0: The other thing too I noticed with you guys is that you're both very open. Mm. Um, Toby, you've you about sexuality, that sexuality in the past, and that sort of stuff. Um, and You both want to potentially get into the podcast game, which we hope you do. But you're very, very open, and it's almost the opposite. I, I know I play with a lot of very guarded sportsmen. Even today, I saw Steve Waugh, who's a mate, um, at a function only recently, and he's still the guarded Steve War, right? Um, but you guys seem very, very comfortable in your own skin.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think um, I've always been an open book my whole life, you know. Yep. Sometimes I might have been even guilty of oversharing at times. Yeah, but, sure. But um, I've just found that it's sort of what's what's worked best for me. I'm I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm not, never really guarded, never really. If anyone asks me a question, I'll do my best to answer it. Um, and, yeah, I just sort of feel like if, you know, if, if I don't care about what the world thinks of me, then that's sort of the best thing, that's the best way I can be, you know. It's
0: beautifully put. And, and Liam, you're, you're very similar too. Like, I think um, often it could come a situation in life that you either can choose to be that way or not. But I think it's uh, maybe Toby's rubbing off on you too, mate. As a, as a mate.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I've probably been guarded uh, throughout different times in my life due to some, you know, past stuff. But I've always been pretty open, with, especially with my mates and those around me. Yeah. Like I'm a pretty open book. I maybe to my detriment as well. Like I can overshare and maybe so share some secrets that shouldn't be shared and just get a bit carried away. But I feel like for me, if I can if I can share anything about my story that can help anyone out there um, going through any struggles, especially, like I feel like I owe it to that person. Even though I don't know who they are, Like um, I, I feel like if I can carry that weight and help someone out, it's- um
0: keep, keep doing it, it's really, really important. I think as, as men, particularly, I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys, but um, we we put our head in the sand. you know, She'll be right attitude, and it's not, right? You think you can deal with stuff on your own, and, and you can't, um, so keep yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Well, hold her there, we're just gonna take a quick break. The new EliteBet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. EliteBet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same-game multis. The EliteBet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, EliteBet is 100% Australian-owned. The only betting app you need is EliteBet. Gamble responsibly. Enjoying this episode, maybe check out a previous one where I spoke to a rugby legend, he calls himself that anyway, Peter Fitzsimons, and tennis great Wally Masseur. We spoke at all things sport, life in general.
3: Um,
0: now, I want to ask you um, both the, the two players on the field, um, <laughs> that, not the players in although, life, although, not the manager, maybe, not the this manager. Maybe, not the this manager. Be, <laughs> the manager, there we go. <laughs> Weekend manager. Yeah. I mean, but your thoughts on concussion, Toby? Um, how are you? Um, it's a real thing. Um, and we're seeing detrimental effects for some guys who have now retired. But what are your thoughts on it and are we doing enough?
1: I think we're definitely doing enough, Good. firstly. Um, I think, you know, now with the whole Category 1, um, mm-hmm. 11 days out, Back, uh, you know, back, I remember seeing a game 2010, Tigers versus uh, the Roosters, mm-hmm. and Maria Hargraves gets sheltered in the face and yeah. knocked out cold pretty much and he keeps playing. So that's how much the game's come in 13 years um, alone. So I think we are doing enough as opposed... Um, with regards to, you know, the effects of it, I know the effects. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not um, uneducated on on what's on what happens to the head in these contact sports, but, you know, it's honestly, if, if I'm being blatantly honest, it's a price that I don't really mind paying. Like, okay. This is a sport that I love. Yep. Um, this is a way I can set myself up for life, and whatever happens, you know, I'm okay with. I'm, like I said, I'm not um, uh, ignorant to the fact that yeah. it can cause, uh, you know, some damage down the track, but like I said, it's just... I love this code too much to to give it up.
0: And Liam, your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, I definitely diff- I definitely think we're doing enough. Um, to touch on that. Like when they took the the decision out of the players' hands recently, I like had yep. another massive step forward. I, I know myself, I was knocked out cold maybe 2019 in a in a maybe a round match, I think it was, and I was like. To, to to the point of getting carried off in a stretcher all week I was like you know in my head I thought like, I want to play doesn't matter what happens I'm going to lie the doctors asking me how I am I'm saying you know you know I'm fine head was strobing I didn't say it works all you want to do is play football the best thing they did, they take it out of the players' hands. Like maybe I would have been dirty at the time, but it would have probably been the best thing for me. And I think there's just little steps like that, and the protocols, and all the awareness around it, and the, and the independent doctors that are um, involved, I think that we're going really, really
0: big That's step good. Good forward here, yeah. in, the, in the welfare we of the players. Definitely doing a lot more than that they were in the past. Yeah, I think it's.
2: And like Toby said, we know the risks. Like if yep. you walk out in the field, there's a risk. in anything you do in life, I suppose, like it's bigger risk, whatever, wherever you are. And I, I'm. I'm happy to pay the rest more what I do because I love what I do.
3: And, yeah. a bit of, and a bit of selective memory every now and then doesn't go astray. Exactly, yeah, like in life. You know? <laughs> like, that's, it, it, that's it comes in handy. All, you, you, all you've all used
2: used it an enough. excuse plenty of times. Yeah, oh, sorry, I forgot, mate. <laughs> Football, you know, <laughs> concussions, <laughs> like, you know, I just love to have like, come.
3: Mate, you still coming? Oh, mate, I forgot. Sorry, head knocks, head I wasn't
0: going to ask you, Andrew, about whether you've actually had concussion before, but <laughs> then... Tom Tommy, what you called your son. What's your son's name? <laughs> <laughs> so
3: he's uh, the great man, uh, Lion Main Morello. Lion Main, Lion Main. And he's got a mane of Goldilocks as yeah. well. And he's, instead of it being Main as in M A N E, it's Lion M A I N as in Lion the Main yep. Man Morello. Yep. Lion the Main Event Morello, born on Mayweather's birthday, 24th of February.
2: You know that kind of stuff that happens in America with all the celebrities. They make yeah, a certain yeah. amount of money. They think they can make up names. It's like Exhibit A right here. Yeah. <laughs> The Australian
3: version of the guy that goes,
2: oh, I've got a lot of money. How can I fuck my kid up? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, the, the, the famous music, Frank Zappa, called his, one of his daughters Moon Zappa. I think one kid was called Zodiac Mind Warp. Yeah. Um, and the other daughter is now called Motorhead. That's yeah. the so best. How
2: about Michael Jackson named his kid Blanket? So
0: that's what drugs can like do, eh? <laughs> blanket, is that true? Swear, that's
2: true.
3: It's amazing what you come up with. Pass me the blanket, the the okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's hey, cool. Um, <laughs> you guys recently got got Andrew a, a, a birthday cake well, what's the story behind that <laughs> it's,
2: it's uh, well we're just like <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to get something that I know that Morello holds close to his chest and he's yeah. a you know like really loves in, in theory yeah. so I got him a penis shaped cake Uh
3: <laughs> I- Full of, full
2: of his other loves of chocolates and, and marshmallows and all the, all the fun stuff that comes along with it but the penis was definitely a, the, um, the best
3: part was we, we cracked it open in the middle of Bondi Beach yeah. just a, so I'm sure there was plenty of people watching You know, if you, so there's me cracking open a large How would you rug, crack it open? Was it, was it with your face? Yeah, it with just, face? I just gave it a nudge Just like old times Did you like, do oh, oh, it with a spoon or just No, but just got my whole face in there Face in
2: two
1: hands I like
3: I well, actually took it to the office the next day, ironically, so there we go. Oh, it did, so. did get shared around. The large penis got shared around. Are we still talking about the cake? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. Hey, uh, Toby, who, who were your idols growing up, sporting idols?
1: Um, I was a diehard rooster supporter growing up. Okay. So it was uh, Brad Fittler wow, yeah. and uh, Anthony Minichello. Yep. I turned out to be a front rower, um, yep. not scoring tries every single day, but yep. yeah, that, that was that was sort of for me. Yeah. Um, Trying to think of anyone else, but yeah, they were the main two for
2: sure.
0: And Liam, who were your idols growing up, mate? Ah,
2: uh, funnily enough, it was a Darren Lockyer and yeah, then Jared Hayne. And like I was a fuck, I was a start off as a center, then I started moving in. The slower I got, the older I got. a, a
0: Lockyer voice going about you a little bit. Hooky, yeah, maybe right? I get a bit
2: grokier, <laughs> But then, I, then it was Sam Burgess. Like when I started playing the middle, and I, I loved the way he played. And
0: that was he, probably. He, I, I've met Sam a couple of times. he seems to get a real bad rap. That guy who he does a lot, lot, lot behind the scenes. A lot of good stuff.
2: Yeah, it was obviously a bit of a smear campaign at one stage, yeah. but he got cleared of everything and yeah. Like, yeah, he's, mate, he's a great bloke, one of the one of the most outstanding men I've met, I don't know, I think yeah. so definitely second that as a person, as an individual. It's yeah, the Australian
3: a, way, but isn't
0: it? Oh, the, the exactly, right. as soon as he, as as he comes yeah. back,
2: the only one I want to pile on, but mate, if, anyone that knows Sam knows
0: that he's like, one of the best blokes you'll meet. Yeah, it's nice to hear. And Andrew, what what idols did you have growing up? Were you, were you reading financial books? What were you doing? Yeah, it's you... interesting
3: you, you do say that and I've been very, very lucky to to befriend a, a lot of them as well, so uh, when I was very young, I got a chance to do some work with John McGrath. So obviously I had a, yeah, right, a fairly yeah. illustrious property career. I've done yeah. over a thousand transactions over the years. And uh, I'd come up and spend time with John McGrath up at the McGrath's head office at Edgecliff back then. And John's ended up becoming a friend. I've been able, lucky enough to speak at the Australian Real Estate Agents Conference twice over. So, um, so John McGrath and, and would-be Jerry Harvey as well, which I got to meet on The Apprentice. Mark Burris introduced me and then we've become friends since. So both of them have been great supporters of my
0: charities as well, which is good. Very good, mate. You've got lots of uh, washing machines and dryers in your house. They have looked after me many times. The problem is, all (laughs) the
3: extended family have caught on to it and they're like, do you reckon you can just ask them to look after (laughs) us as well? So, there we go.
0: I ask everyone the same question that comes on Lunch with Lee. Uh, I'll ask you first, Toby. Um, A young boy or girl wants to go into the game of rugby league. What advice would you give them?
1: Um, Always make sure it's the funnest, most enjoyable thing you're doing. But at the same time, if you really do want it, just don't start working for it. Yeah. Always just, just it's 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 honestly about who wants it who wants it the most, but uh, how hard you're willing, the sacrifices you're willing to give up and talent only gets you so far. Never um, true and, words yeah. yeah, hard work you there.
0: And Liam?
2: Um Yeah, it's a tough one. Just I think stay consistent, build your habits early. Mm-hmm. And those habits and consistency mm-hmm. they'll they'll come with you the whole career and then you can just build on that and get better. But once yeah. you to establish that base and surround yourself with good people, you can build on that, I think.
0: And Andrew, a young boy or girl wants to go into the world of property or finance. What advice or, are you giving or, them? Or business as or business, well. Yep. I, think, I
3: think more for business, you know, I've, I've, I get a lot of young people that attend sort of youth events are do and you sit there now and you hear them talk about entrepreneurialism and business ownership and it's, you know, it's become quite a common vernacular now. And I always tell them like more is lost with indecision than wrong decision, right? So it's like, if this is what you want to do, give it a go, fail fast, evolve and have another crack.
0: Don't you, mate. Hey, Joe, you're from German descent too, aren't you? Yes. Well, What's so the last
3: last
0: Yeah. <laughs> Beg your pardon? No, I don't know. Never. <laughs> how do you make a um, How do you make a German omelette? First, you must capture the kitchen. <laughs>
3: That <laughs> is such a dad joke yeah, and I'm going to use that Online one day There we go
0: We've actually got a bit Of German in us as well Oh really Yeah, yeah. Any on passports
3: the, uh, getting around Or citizenship nah, No
0: not that much But no, uh, okay. my, my dad's mother's side Yeah So my oh, grandmother yeah. yeah There you go You boys fly on your German passports Don't you Yeah, yeah German German passport. Passport. You go to the house
3: He's got all these hey, passports out. You're like, a German passport You're yeah. a passport He's got, got German passports You and his brother
0: I want to thank you all for coming on Lunch With Lee. We're going to have for a nice little bite to eat now. We're here at the Village Inn in Paddington. Uh, we're going to go downstairs. got a fantastic schnitzel or a um, you know, German schnitzel or even a bit of steak, some nice fish as well if you've been healthy. Um, but, look, good luck for the rest of the season. Get fit. Um, make sure you two both keep being open and honest. I think it's really, really refreshing. And a lot of people – whether you know him or not uh, would mean a lot to them, so keep it up. And, Andrew, just keep kicking goals, mate. Keep living the dream. L- learn those le- the rules of rugby league, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I've, I've
3: nearly got them now. I've nearly got them. De- I, I get schooled down at Shark Park, so, you know, I'll get, I'll get looked after down there.
0: Cheers, boys. Mm. Thanks on. for having us going, going. On. That's it for Lunch with Lee this week. A big thank you goes out to our guests, Toby Rudolph, Liam Knight, and Andrew Morello. Thanks to the Village in Paddington for having us today and for a fantastic lunch. And thanks to our sponsors, Elite Bet. Make sure you hit follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. And do us a favour, hit five stars. And while you're there, if you're passionate, please leave a review. And come check us out on Instagram at I'm at Lunch with Lee. And our official Lunch with Lee photography was done by Felicity Kelly. You can find her on Instagram at Felicity Kelly Portraits. And once again, thanks to our producer, Dan McHugh. And we'll be back soon with some more legends on another cracking episode. We'll see you then.